to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. I'm Maura Povich, and today we're going to find out who is the real father. I'm also oh. John. <laughs> and this is episode six of season one, Divide and, and Conquer. conquer. Uh, so we're, we actually, oh, uh, sorry, last last time on Transformers, uh, the Decepticons, they stole the antimatter, Matty, yeah. <laughs> The Decepticons stole the antimatter formula from Chip Chase, who we met, and uh, they created antimatter energon, which was super powerful. But despite that, they were foiled by Blue Streak, Blue Streak's awful plan. And now this Wheeljack. week, uh, but we have a voiceover again, Paul. The voiceover guy's back. It was Wheeljack's plan? Uh, <laughs> no, no. But he comes in and tells us that uh, the Earth has tripled and doubled their output of weapons to fight the evil enemy Decepticons, <laughs> yeah. and we see mass industry yeah. with like this big conveyor belt yep. that isn't moving, <laughs> and all these guys are just standing around. That's all. It's it's the unfortunately the unions took over. That was it's a problem. Unions are a great thing, but when they find out about uh, a Decepticon and Autobot, like Trade War, oh, man. Um, <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, but Chip is at this factory. He, Chip is starting to instill himself into the system, man. Yeah, he's everywhere. He's, he's the efficiency expert. He is. He, he keys in three instructions, and uh, apparently that's, that's all he needed to do. Like, I think the first thing I'd be like, okay, efficiency, start up that conveyor belt. That'll help. <laughs> and see that guy standing there? Put him to work. That'll help, too. All right. You've doubled our bucks. efficiency. He's a <laughs> genius. Chip Chase. Boy genius. Uh, and where is <laughs> Chip? Cat. There is also Decepticon attack. Sorry, you got me right in the middle of drinking coffee. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Decepticons attack, and these guys pull out their new guns, and they're completely useless. Like, I mean... This, Maybe this is why they needed Chip. The problem, yeah. right? You know. <laughs> and also, here's another thing in this fight. Uh, suddenly, Star Scream can teleport. Yeah. Well, I think it's just the. Uh, I think they haven't painted it wrong because I mean, Skywarp can do that. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 I think they just painted him as Star Scream. And as every one of these uh, encounters go, the Decepticons start to steal energy. Uh, but yeah. Chip contacts Optimus, uh, who's been out there looking for the location of the space bridge. Yeah, he's just out in the desert turning over rocks or Boy. something, trying to find it. And uh, <laughs> he finds out about it and then tells the op- Autobots, hey, go to the factory, and I'll see you there. Yeah. And the Decepticons are just at, at the factory. The Decepticons are packing up, and Optimus, Optimus arrives. Yeah, rather than wait for reinforcements, he's just going to run in here on his own. He's Optimus. He's, he's but, a like, big dog. The... the the Decepticons, as soon as he appears, they just shit themselves. They're like, Optimus Prime! And the Megatron's like, you outnumber them three to one. Yeah, Come on. Go for it. <laughs> At least try. You're all three jets. Any kid who had all three jets felt invincible. You're all three jets. Go for it. Um, yeah. And they, they can't defeat him until uh, one of the, the computers going to blow and Optimus uses his body as a shield. Yeah, Optimus uh, drops his gun somehow and it, it goes off, shoots the computer, and it's about to explode. He, so, yeah, he's going he to shield the, the humans. And when he's he's down and out and the Decepticons, they, they get a couple hits on him, I yeah, think. Yeah, well, they, plus they, they, they make off with the Energon they cubes just as it. the other Autobots they are getting there. It. Yep. Like, they fly out when the Autobots are coming in at the exact same time, and as soon as they transform the Autobots, Ironhide's like, let me at him, I'll belt him in the burns, or whatever. It's like, dude, they just flew over your head. Like, didn't you just see him? (laughs) And uh, props to Starscream here. I know I I dumped on him a lot, but he legitimately pulled off a mission while facing Optimus Prime. Good on him. Way to go. Um, 
Can't and, move but them all. Optimus turns back into the truck and they very slowly go back to uh, the ark. Yeah. But uh, Laserbeak um, flies. Well, yeah, first of all, Megatron's like, you know what? There's no way in the world Optimus Prime died from something as silly as a computer exploding <laughs> all over the room. So he sends Laserbeak to, you know, go make sure he's good and dead, right? Laserbeak flies into Autobot headquarters, completely undetected. Mm -hmm. He transforms and lands on Bronze's shoulder, like (laughs) right next to his face. (laughs) And and Bronze doesn't notice. And then all the Autobots are kind of gathered around Prime on the the table where Ratchet's working on him. And Laserbeak transforms and flies across the room, and none of them see it. Like, put your glasses on, boys. Like... (laughs) <laughs> that are cut back on the Redlin. Like. <laughs> but anyway, like it's not until Space Redlin. Uh, yeah. Megatron realizes Prime's still alive, so he's like, "All right, Laserbeak, finish." Yeah, it. just do it. So Laserbeak finally takes off, screeches, and shoots him. They finally notice him, and but, but not in time for Optimus to. And he just explodes all over the room. Yeah. And we go to the commercial. And, and when we come back, before we he's go, still there. before we go, come back from the commercial. Though I do want to point out, there's a lot of a lot of the Decepticons' plans weigh really heavy on Laserbeak succeeding in his mission. He does a lot of stuff. Yeah, like he scouts around, but like his job here was take out Optimus Prime. That's a big thing. I'm just saying. That's a pretty big deal yeah. for yeah. We do come back, and Optimus is alive, but energy he's hurt pretty bad. Training yeah. fast. And he needs a new Cosmotron. Now, see, when I first heard that, I thought, okay, it's just some stupid space that's word. That's what I thought. And that's probably what it was. But if you Google Cosmotron, it was an actual real thing. It was a particle accelerator at Brookhaven National Labs or something. There you go. Whatever particle accelerator is. But uh, the way, yeah, it was an actual real thing. I wonder if they, the writers knew that when they just picked that word out Par- of the air. Particle accelerator is like a CERN in, in Europe. It's we hundred percent, hundred percent do the, not have time to talk about particle accelerators. No, we'll but hey, kids, <laughs> you know what? Like Google, uh, go to YouTube and look up videos on CERN, C E R N, and particle accelerators learn science is wonderful um so we go uh they need this repo- uh, replacement cosmotron and conveniently wheeljack, yeah, wheeljack has, one, has one but it's but in it's his, his workshop on cybertron <laughs> behind a computerized lock put in place by the decepticons yeah, but when did they put the lock on the door yeah. <laughs> and, and again instilling himself into the system more chip says hey, well i guess i'm volunteering <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go to an alien planet like i'm sure there's Air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is never been. Why would there be air in Cybertron? That's a good point. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> so they go to uh, they go to Cybertron so he can, or they're going to go to Cybertron so he can hack the lock. And on Cybertron, Shockwave lets Megatron know, hey, here's the next time and place the space bridge is going to appear. Back on Earth, we're jumping all over the place. Chip, Chip, being the genius, the super uber genius he is, figures, what if I do something crazy and outside of the box like cross-referencing data? Yeah, look up where things happened before and to see where that might happen next. So find a pattern. Why? It's Sherlock Holmes with floppy disks. <laughs> it's like Sherlock Holmes with floppy disks. I burst out laughing. Line. Give that oh, boy man. a Nobel Prize. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. he starts working on that, and uh, the Decepticons pew, they fire a bunch of Energon up, Energon up to Cybertron. Yeah, with a fourth part of Reflector. I like, gotta say, it, it's a Reflector bot, but it's. It's Michael Bell doing the thing's voice, too. The same guy that does Sideswipe's voice. Okay. <laughs> I gotta say, as yeah, an adult, the, the, 
trying to list out these names as Energon, that Cybertron with Shockwave and wait, Soundwave, and then it's Sky Warp, but <laughs> Sky Fire and Star Screen. I can I can start to understand my parents' view when I was a kid of the like, this is all garbage. They're they're all the same. Why nothing matters. Yeah. Opt, Optimus Tron, who cares? It's the same toy. It's just a different color. You don't need that one too. <laughs> Give these things different names and the kids ain't going to convince the parents that they want to buy more of them. If we name them all Optimus Prime, then they're only going to buy one. Say? <laughs> Where do I totally got sidetracked on that? What were we talking about? Oh, the, the oh, just, Decepticons get a bunch yeah. of Energon up to Cybertron. Um, just when the Autobots arrive. Where do the rocks arrive. go? Do you ever wonder that? When, when, whenever they use this thing, they send up about 15 tons of gravel. Yeah. But it, like, what do they, where does it go? There's, like, you know old prospectors, how they had pans, and, like, they would pour the pan into a mesh net? There's a giant space net. I don't know. Oh, I don't go. know. I'm trying to make sense <laughs> of this, and I shouldn't. Uh, but the Autobots arrive at the Space Bridge, and Starscream very quickly gains the upper hand, and, of yeah, course... pulls up a tree does. to fight with. He does. What? You get guns in your arms, you <laughs> idiot. Why do you need a tree? <laughs> Meat Club Autobot, good. Uh, anyway, it, but he's ordered to let the Autobots win, which brings up the point yeah, that the Autobots get their asses Megatron kicked a lot. What is watching them from? Like, is, does somebody have like a camera set up that's like, filming this? He's like, watching them from how can Megatron see this? Imaginovision. And they, anyway, they let the Autobots go through, and the Autobots get in the space bridge, and they go up to yeah, Cybertron. Megatron's got this big idea. Grand so, idea. Yeah. He's, basically, it makes a little sense. He's going to try to split them up, which yeah. divide and conquer. Thus the title of the episode. Anyway, yeah. the Autobots get there, and shock, they make pretty quick work of Shockwave and zip past him by glue, gluing his feet. there's a thing of liquid nitrogen on the wall. Yeah. Like, what is that for? <laughs> like, it's when you, it's just, they just happen to have it. <laughs> Megatron, do you want to get high, dude? <laughs> do you guys like to party? Um, anyway, they, they get past Shockwave and, and pretty quickly uh, get the, what's it called? The Cosmotron. Yeah, they get into Wheeljack's lab. Like, Chip has no problem picking this alien lock somehow. But so. Megatron orders these three other jets who are, like, still Cybertron-style jets. I don't know yeah, who they were. Yeah, at least they, they did that. The this did not make sense. Not that much of it does, but the jets shoot the clouds and create acid rain. Yeah, well, isn't it possible that it's like silver nitrate or something like that? If you shoot that into a cloud, it will make it rain. Like, isn't that an actual thing? It's you can do, but true, but it, it is possible. To, why would there be clouds on a planet without water? There you go. <laughs> um, and <laughs> exactly, basically, it could only be pollution. Is all it could be. Uh, oh, it's got to be. <laughs> but anyway, it, it's it. It's an acid rain that causes the Autobots to short out, but Spike and Chip are fine. Or I guess just Chip. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, just fine. Yeah. He's and, not even getting wet. In fact, he <laughs> gives the most cringeworthy line. This was the line. It felt like, like they were trying to do this whole thing where, like, hey, look, even the kid who has a disability can help the Autobots. Yeah. But his line is, no one's ever really disabled as long as he has courage. Um, but the Autobots, of course, that works, and they muster themselves up, and Trailbreaker shields them from the rain until Blue Streak can shoot the storm away, and then they don't ask, why didn't we do that a minute ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they get back to Earth, because Shockwave's a joke, uh, and they through the space bridge, and then, um... <laughs> We had a, it, 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 Shockwave still can't hit them. Like you'd think no, a guy that transforms into a gun, gun. would have better aim. In fact, right? like the first <laughs> time we see him after like the series starts, all he's doing is practicing shooting, just firing at stuff. Yeah, he had four million years to get good he's, at it. I mean, come on. Bum. And we, but we have a Sparky moment here. 
this is drunk Sparky, whereas, you know, Spike wants, he's looking for something, and he's basically, Sparky just says, you know, son, sometimes you can't do anything to make a difference. You know what? This is why your mom left me. Just about to say, no, I would never talk about your mother. Yeah, Go get your dear bitch. old dad another beer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's just, that's like, the, hey, great fathering. Yeah, sometimes, fuck it. <laughs> The the Decepticons <laughs> arrive and the auto or uh, Optimus is still in a completely inoperable. He, he's still out. Yeah. Ratchet gets the power and he's like, now we just have to wait. Like, wait for what? He's he's a machine. Like, do we have to wait for him to heal? Like, recharging. Wait for this thing to boot up. But Actually, that kind of makes Spike, a little bit of sense. Spike is like, yeah. screw you guys. He yoinks Jazz's gun off his out of his hand. <laughs> yeah, First like off, a weapon Jazz, like super weak long. grip, dude. Super weak grip. <laughs> uh, and then, but just runs out, and you're like, ah ha ha. That's a, a good one. But then when the Decepticons arrive and they're out there, he's still holding the gun. And he's firing it. Like, what's Jazz using? That's the other thing. I was about to say, Jazz and Prowl are both here. Like, they are the co-second in commands of the Autobots. (laughs) Huffer is the one calling all the shots here. He's like, Autobots transform. (laughs) Go get them here. Dude, you are by far the low man on the totem pole. Finally, Optimus is dead now. It's my time to rule. (laughs) Um, but the Decepticons, they make pretty quick work of the Autobots, and uh, Chip arrives in scene in uh, on the scene in Bumblebee, and they get the Cosmotron to ratchet. And just as Megatron is declaring his victory, calls any any challengers, dun, 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 dun. and uh, he starts being again. a dick. Uh, is like, actually, those ancient rules of combat that have never been yeah. mentioned before insist the two Since of you have to fight one-on-one. fair ever matter to <laughs> Starscream or Megatron? But Megatron, I mean, he's, he's so full of himself. He's like, all right, they go fine, it. I'll do it. The two of them go at it, and Optimus makes pretty quick work of him. He, oh, he beats the shit out yeah. of him. It's, it's one of the most one-sided fights they ever get into. Pre- it's over pretty fast, and then they retreat again. And uh, Spike uh, tells Chip, they'll be back. <laughs> Thanks, genius. All right, here we are. Like, this happens time and again in 80s cartoons, especially this one. Yeah, in the fight at the factory, after the Decepticons manage to knock Prime down, his gun falls out of his hand and it goes off. I guess he left the safety off or something. And it shoots the computer bank behind Chip. And Chip and the other guy move to about 15 feet away. And like, really? You, you couldn't go any further? Because the computer is about to explode. Like, why? Why would it explode? Like, does it run on propane? Like, I mean, is that where they keep the dynamite? Like... If the initial blast from the gun didn't set off an explosion, why would it be imminent? Like, did, did you just light the fuse and we got to wait for it to go into the thing? Like, anyway, Prime says he'll shield the humans, but when the explosion occurs, it's ridiculous. The amount of debris shown flying past them and then past Chip and the other guy, like... And that was the end of Divide and Conquer. Uh, the next episode is going to be Fire in the Sky. So until the next episode, if you want to find either of us on Twitter, you can find me at John Sobey. You can find Paul at P. Mac first and one, the number, not the letter. I guess that's it. We'll talk to you next time for Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Autobots transform. <laughs>